Welcome to the morning show with Jason and Alec. <laughs> I like it. Right. Well, welcome to the CrossFit Bath podcast. As Al has hinted to, we're, we're recording in the morning, which, as everybody knows, I don't like. I like the evening. But, you know, busy, active man like yourself, Al. I know you've got a you know, run to do, some training to do, some work to do. It's, we've got to get, get things in early, get it done, uh, and then you're free. So joining me this week is Alec Hardwood. Welcome to the podcast, Al. We're happy to finally get you on. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I've just been waiting for the right time, you know, for something to actually talk about. And with a global pandemic, um, the rise and the, the fall and rise of CrossFit, I think it's probably time to come and talk come and talk about a daily routine. <laughs> well, I, I, I was like, let's just uh, let's just ask him the question. Al, have you heard there's a new CEO of, of CrossFit? Yes, I have heard that actually. Yeah, I have heard it. Excellent. So now that we're we're topically relevant and uh, <laughs> we can move on. So we've got to start with a warm up. I know you're a, you're a big warm up fan. I know that. Uh, I, I, I get the feeling when you coach that you enjoy taking us through the warm up more than anything else in the class. Just little vibe I get. Might be wrong. Yeah, that, yeah. It's, well, no, it's fun, isn't it? That's that's a little bit that I can add my own personality to, I guess. So yeah, I like I like yeah. I hate warming up myself personally, so I don't know how I try and be enthusiastic about other people warming up because it's really hard task to do so I wish I had someone like me to tell me to warm up when I was doing my workouts I don't so all right well yeah if you get like a little digital owl that you can kind of set up and digital yeah nice so a couple of warm-up questions for you out uh easy ones to start bike row or run a uh, run please if you're in a restaurant what is the dessert item that is on the menu that you as soon as you see it you know you have to order it even if maybe you're trying to eat clean or you've, you've got a comp coming up, but it's that item menu that you just cannot resist. It'd be like a white chocolate cheesecake. Yeah. Yeah. Easy. Easy peasy. Next. <laughs> oh, this is, this is a one. Okay. Here's one for you. So I, I've seen a video of you singing karaoke, I believe in China. So what's your go-to karaoke song? Well, I just think, I think in China it was hard because we didn't read or speak Chinese. So we couldn't really select anything, but we just played, we managed to get Oasis, and I think we pretty much did about, I don't know, like 10 Oasis songs back to back. It was brilliant. So yeah, any Oasis songs I think I'm I'm okay at. I can put my hands behind my back and just sort of wail away for a bit. What's yours then? What's yours? It's mine. Blue suede shoes. It's really short. <laughs> get up, do an Elvis impression and get off. It's like nice. two minutes long. What's that? The best one is, um, if you don't like karaoke, it's that tequila song, isn't it? It just goes for ages and ages and ages, and then just all of a sudden it just goes, tequila and that's the only bit you have to sing so if you ever don't yeah. want to sing a karaoke choose the it's a, it's a song. Point, yeah. i guess it's whether or not you like you don't like just being up there and people looking at yeah you. this is true that'd be yeah horrifically painful yeah um okay then well all right this is this is one that probably would have been good to ask if we'd got you on at the start of lockdown but if you had to pick one item okay but it cannot be technically a piece of gym equipment so no dumbbell, no kettlebell, anything like that. But one item that you is the only thing you're allowed to use to work out with. What random object are you going to take? What random object would I take? That's what not like a traditional bit of gym kit. Yeah, it's, it, it's you, your makeshift kind of. This is going to be the only thing I can use to work out a log, a brick, something like that. What what are you going to find the most function out of? Oh crumbs! I don't know. That's that's a. First of all, that's a dumb question. <laughs> no, that is a very not as relevant. I've used now, like I've used no, I've used like backpacks and I've used loads of other random stuff in my own training, but I don't think I'd choose. Maybe that's what I'd have to choose. I'd have to choose some sort of backpack. 
Okay. Everyone's, yeah. everyone's got one. You can put bits and bobs in it, like put the dog in it, some baked beans. You got some weights. You got a little element of progressive overload. You could add a little bit more in there. So probably that. Yeah. Not that Either that or like, or I just, or no, actually, sorry, no, let's take this away. If, so is my like budget unlimited? Yeah, budget's unlimited. I got to find this behind a skip or something. <laughs> it's up to you. I don't mind. Okay, so I'm going to choose um, a really large sort of jacuzzi pool and just do like water aerobics. And then there. you've also got a jacuzzi pool as well. Exactly. All yeah, right. I've already got I've already got loads of tat to work out with. Why not do like that sort of you know? Yeah, yeah. I'm choosing that. Thanks. Thanks okay. for getting that for me. Good for recovery as well. Okay, so exactly, we, yeah. we'll start a Patreon now, and if people want to donate, then uh, Al's jacuzzi will be the first reward. Jacuzzi workouts. Yeah, join me at eight a.m. every day for jacuzzi workout. Maybe that's getting a bit smutty. No, don't do that. Final question then. Uh, my my classic warm up question. Uh, when we eventually make the CrossFit Bath movie. Who are you picking to play you? Who am I picking to play me? I don't really know. Um, I don't know people. Well, Sam picked a member of the bridge because he thought he could do a good impression of him. I think Dan picked Ro- uh, Robin Williams. So we've had like deceased actors and, and, and Shaq's picked Brad Pitt. So we've had, you know, completely impossible choice. And I think Lydia picked Tia. <laughs> so she was like, you know, it's going to be a, it's going to be a weird old cast. I'm trying to think of um, maybe. Um, um, who's the guy from just because of the hair at the moment? Who's the guy from MasterChef for the glasses? What, Greg, Greg Wallace. Wallace. Yeah, I'll take Greg. And he's absolutely shaped up as well recently. Lockdown's been great to him, so I'll take Greg. Okay, that he's enthusiastic. Um, yeah, he's a man of the people. He's yeah, he's fine. He'll do. He'll do. Brilliant. Yeah, and I think because the budget's probably been blown on Brad Pitt for Shackle, and he's going to have to put all the prosthetic ears and stuff he's going to have to put on to try and look like Shacks. We're going to have to go somewhere a bit lower. So, yeah, let's go with Greg. Uh, it's, it's going to be a fantastic movie. I, I just want to be on set, to be honest with you. I don't really care yeah. about the final product. But All right. Okay. Feeling warm. Yeah. Eight o'clock has passed. Now we're feeling nice. and Should have said it was earlier. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Six in the morning as um, yeah, with the light yeah. stream through. Now, we, we're going to talk about CrossFit to begin with. So, Excellent. I, I, I know you do CrossFit. <laughs> how did you find CrossFit? How do I find it? Yeah. Do you mean, like, how did I... How did you start? How did okay. you come across CrossFit and, and begin? Where did your journey begin? There we go. So, yeah, well, I um, back in back in the olden days when the boys just moved up to um, Ones Like, which is an old field park. So I think it's their second location. Then um, I lived really close to them. I used to see people running around the streets with just like horrific looks on their faces, tops off, and just running up and down the street in these big sort of packs. And I just was like, I didn't, I didn't really know what it was just seemed a bit weird and then um I used to work in a cafe and like Ed Shacks Ollie Angelo now is in Jane, uh, owns GB they used to come down quite a lot and Ollie Stevens actually as well probably names you might not have known or whatever but they used to come down and order breakfast and they'd be like I want extra sausages I want extra bacon like everything like extra black pudding like everything meat extra but no toast like no toast toast is the devil so it'd be like no toast no hash brown but everything else it was like seven bits of bacon 14 sausages and they're just like smashing in and i was like one day i was just like oh what do you guys do and then they're like oh we work in a gym and i was like why do you eat like this and stuff like that they're like oh yeah well it's paleo mate this is what you want to try and do is you want to you want to eat paleo okay fine um so then they're like oh yeah come up and have a little look so i went up to the gym it's only at the road from where i worked and um it was just like a room no one was working out in there at the times it was in the day and i was like this is just so weird and then basically just went on to do um 
they're like, I'll come in on the, do all the intro and stuff like that. So I just came in on the intro, went through that and um, yeah, just, just really got hooked on it from then. I was, I was doing like really varied training anyway. So I just, I, yeah, I did a big mix of everything. So I went there, it was, it was good fun and it sort of fitted in with what I did already super close to home and just really friendly, fun environment. And yeah, from, from the word dot, like the, the old, um, the boys were just, um, yeah, really good and friendly. So I think it was, it was just, it felt like a really good fit straight away. But that's how I found it. So what sort of training were you doing before CrossFit then? So I worked in, I worked, did like bar work at nights and I did, um, I worked in a cafe in the day and stuff like that. So I just managed to almost have a lifestyle where I was getting up, go to the gym, do like, I don't know, running, rowing, weights, just anything. It was sort of like CrossFit. I never, I was never one of those people that like followed loads of YouTube videos of CrossFit, but I just always... I always wanted to train things, but never be so good at one thing that it pulled away from another. So I never wanted to be so strong that I couldn't run, or or so so good at running that I missed out on the weights and stuff. So I always I always tried to do quite rounded fitness, but it's probably mainly I just I'd follow stuff that my friends were doing, or I'd follow random things from Men's Health, like how to get like I don't know Wolverine's abs or something like that, and then just do that session for a week, and then <laughs> and then move on to the next one. But yeah, most of my training was pretty varied though. Yeah, it'd be a load of pull-ups, a load of squats, a load of other stuff like that. So it suited going to CrossFit pretty well. Yeah, so it, make, it makes sense then that you you did really well when you started doing CrossFit because um, you've you've been able to kind of compete at a pretty high level within CrossFit, uh, which I want to ask you about because I I kind of got the impression you were taking a break from, from competing because you, you sort of, I think you didn't do the Open and then... I think you pretty much told me you were taking a little bit of a break. Next thing, I see you in China, traveling around the world, competing. So what, what's going yeah. on now? <laughs> what's happening? That's not actually my fault. It's, that's Mike Catches' fault. He never takes a hint that I'm trying to not compete and he keeps telling me to compete and then and then I end up having fun doing it. But yeah. I mean, yeah, I, when I started out, I, I really wanted, all I wanted to do then, I, I saw, we went to regionals in one of the first, I think it's 2011, Went and watched Shaq's Ollie and um, and Angelo go and compete in um, in Bolton. And the weather's like it is now. It's like it was like thirty degrees outside in Bolton, and that's where the first that's where the first regionals was. And I was just there, and I was just arrogant, and I was like, I definitely feel like I could beat a lot of people that were there. And then from then on in, I just wanted to try and compete. But I did a lot of stuff through the teams and things like that. But I think then, like you 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 had to be good, but also there was the field is a lot smaller. And then each year you're almost just in front of that wave, but the field was sort of just getting bigger and bigger and bigger but yeah that's why I started competing so I went and watched and I just thought it looked really cool so but yeah with the retirement thing when I thought I was retired I just got a random phone call one day and this was like when was this last year and I didn't know who it was she so picked up and I was like hello and then they're like hi mate um, I need a favour from you and I was like what and he's like, and I was like I don't know who this is by the way and they're like oh it's Mike Catris <laughs> I didn't know his number so just bad form and um, he's like oh, would you want to come and compete in China? And I was like, you know, when you just like hear a few podcasts and you know, like, you should try and say yes more. You should do this. And I was like, yeah, I'll compete in China. He's like, brilliant. We're going to go next week and you've got to go to London tomorrow to go and get your visa. And I was just like, oh my God. So I had to like mission up to London to get this visa. It was really stressful trying to get this visa from London through the processing that it takes. They take your passport and then they basically send your passport back to you. The, the passport came back to me the day I was supposed to be flying. And about five minutes before I had to leave Bath and it got delivered to the gym. So I was literally at the gym with my bags. And I was like, well, if it doesn't come in the next half an hour, then I'll just stay at home. And if it does come, then I'll go to China. And it, was like, it was just really weird. So yeah, then we went to China. 
and I was yeah I competed there there were loads of really good wheelhouse workouts for me so loads of like fun workouts that I could just sort of show off on a bit which was good and then um then yeah then then we went to um Norway as well and did a similar thing over there but but yeah so I think it's more the fact that I just didn't I lost the love for individual competition but team stuff it's a bit more fun a bit less pressure I, does that I answer just, your question it, yeah it does <laughs> I, I, I just on a tangent no, no, it's great. I just think of the people listening that like the dream to be at the level that someone can just phone you up last minute and be like, do you want to compete at a really high level next week? And you're just like, yeah, no problem. I'm I'm good to go. And then yeah. not just like get there and kind of and then be like, oh, yeah, I got there and there were a few wheelhouse workouts. So they would show off of it. I just like, oh. you know, I, I, I'd have been there cheering them on and dying under the first weight so it's just uh yeah no I did I think the first workout the first workout I did die it was horrendous it was like it's like um a synchro row machine so there's two rowers on like oh yeah almost like a train track and you had to um synchro how you're doing it and pull while while the others were pulling but my monitor wasn't working on it so I had to go off the girls um rowing numbers and you obviously the guy you'd probably finish first and then you wouldn't have to worry about it but it's just I remember it just being just a bit of a horror show because you just couldn't really tell how hard you were rowing. So I think I was rowing like a 131. It felt like a 130-ish split for like a 2K. And I just got off and was horrendous, like felt so bad. And then we had to do burpees over this um, rower thing. But then once that was out of the way, I was like, I, I pretty, I'm pretty excited about the rest of the workout. So that was quite nice. That was first. And I mean, that was, a, yeah, I remember seeing the video of that. Like, it's a weird one, right? Because you're, I guess if you're on water rowing two people together, it's, it's kind of, it, it seems more natural, probably easier to kind of sync up the the timing. But when you're yeah, on I think the... it's like anything as well. It's like it is. Um, it's probably quite easy if you've had a practice. But we didn't get the only time we yet ever used it was that day. So they didn't have any to practice or warm up with. So the first time you use it, it's there. So it's a bit like anything really. You're not going to get the maximum out unless you've done it before. You can still work timing and you can still do other things. But yeah, we didn't have any any time to play on that really, unfortunately. Yeah. Wow. Must have been nice, you know, a pre-COVID world where you could share a rower, eh? That's... Oh yeah, in China. But was it pre-COVID? We don't know. Oh, are you saying Mike you did come back? Mike come back and he got pneumonia. So, <gasps> so he's the he's patient zero. Be... We found yeah, him. I think so. Yeah, maybe. Uh, how did you get into coaching then? That's uh, was was probably a question I should have asked before competing. But um, I did quite oh, yeah. like your answer about competing that you went again. You know, the dream is to to go there, see people doing it. And be like, oh, I reckon I could could beat a lot of these guys, but then actually go and do that because again, a lot of us would go there, watch it, and be like, doesn't look that hard. I'm pretty sure I could uh, could smash that workout, and then you just get crushed by it. Uh, yeah, I think it's it's weird, isn't it? Because it's a sport that's developed so much year on year, and I think when if you went to 2011 regionals, you would have seen the the scale of athletes. I think there's always like the top ten or top five athletes, so they are like incredible and they always have been I remember I think it was Shackle said the year before that Miko finished it was like a heavy um Helen workout with a swinging is that swinging and pull-ups you should know this oh I should know yeah. this yeah yeah and he fin- he literally finished that and apparently he just took out a camera and he started taking pictures of the other athletes while they were finishing it's like <laughs> but yeah they were all pretty normal and he was still above the lot well, that was Miko but yeah this one it's just like I think there was probably like 40 odd athletes maybe a bit more so I think the top 10 were still really good and obviously amazing but there's still a lot of people there that I was like, I could easily be doing that similar sort of thing. I, I could be that guy struggling with handstand push-ups out there, you know? So yeah, I think that's that was what, yeah, that was it. But coaching? Yeah. What was the question about coaching? Well, how, yeah. how did, what? you know, so you went from 
just kind of being somebody who was working out went found CrossFit, but now you know from when I met you, you were head coach. So I, I just wonder kind of how how that jump. How did you start coaching? Why did you start coaching? Where where did that sort of shift come? I think it was pretty early on. To be fair, like I reckon even within that first year, I I wanted to be involved in it, and I just had it. I just really loved it. Like a massive, and I yeah, I still do. Obviously, I say love, but yeah, back then it just feels very different. Um, so back then it was like yeah, I remember just doing the introduction course, and then just being, I was I was probably working like three different jobs at that time. So I was like, this looks really cool. Why don't I add this and have a fourth job? So. I just started shadowing um, the intro courses and just sitting in and watching. And then I used to then help out on those intro courses. And then there was a point then when I was like, I really want to do my level one and just bring up some of my um, knowledge on the, just on the sport and, and, and CrossFit as a training principle in general. Um, so went and did that and then just started coaching a bit more officially, opened the gym on a Sunday. Cause used to, we used to only have like a Saturday open gym and then I was like well I'll open it on a Sunday um so I was like working a bar till like three in the morning Saturday nights and then working Sundays at the gym open up and then just so I could get be a part of it you know and try and really sort of um yeah cement myself as as part of the team at CrossFit Bar like the working team there um so yeah and then I just after that um it was a few years of yeah just working very part-time and then ollie really valued me being there and was really trying to sort of craft out um a role for me to to take on at the gym i wasn't enjoying what i was doing uh, i did a carpentry apprenticeship and i was i was working on building sites and stuff like that and i just wasn't enjoying it sort of dreading work on mondays and stuff like that and then i started working at the gym and they sort of made me a role that was allowing me to um yeah work and work and sort of train and do things that i really enjoyed doing i got so much i get so much value from being around people, coaching them, and also from training. And back then, there's probably more weight on, maybe equal weight, but probably a bit more weight and more focus on the training side of things. And and coaching was definitely a vessel to help me do that. But also, it's, it's always been a really big, strong factor for me that I, I love being around people and I love coaching people. So it's like, yeah, you do do a sport you really loved and then you're doing a job you really loved. It just seemed, yeah, really brilliant. Yeah. So that's how I started it off. Yeah, I mean, I've seen that the, the carpentry has served its purpose during lockdown because I've seen you sort of building up your uh, pull-up rig and and stuff. So you see, yeah, it's good. I've probably that done about affect your fitness, but there it is. I've probably done about fifty pull-ups on it the whole of lockdown, but it took me about four days to make. Yeah, <laughs> at least you did a few, right? Yeah. Speaking of of lockdown, then I suppose let's uh, let's shift into the current. So we've understood the your your past. Very interesting. How have you found the the current situation and obviously you know if you're saying you're somebody you've literally just said yeah I love training people I love being around people so that's mm. like really motivational and you've now been shifted into a situation where that is the one thing you cannot do uh, how have yeah. you kind of found that and what's been your approach to, to I think of- like everybody I think it's been I think it's been tough like I, I think like you said being around people and being being sociable and, and getting that sort of whether it's a selfish fix or not of just actually being around people and trying to sort of help people that makes me feel better. I haven't had any of that sort of recharge or anything. Um, obviously been furloughed from the gym. So I haven't been doing any of the, the zoom classes, did a few of those at the start and they're quite fun. But again, you don't with a zoom class, you don't quite get the same sort of feedback from the members as you would face to face. And it's the same as a phone call, isn't it? You're not quite, it's not quite the same. You don't get the same sort of thing from it. So um hats off to the guys for doing a great job on those because they like everyone's saying they're just being yeah they're they're really good and I think just having that commitment and those people on the screen is helpful it's not it's definitely not as good as real life 
um but yeah that yeah something i've definitely missed is the coaching side of it getting in front of people and just helping people out and just being around people the other thing is just yeah training's been really hard i started off being pretty strict on myself and and doing a lot and i think that's probably as well it's a nice i think sometimes training is a nice distraction i say it's a nice distraction because it's not like you're going and sinking in a bottle of wine or or two or three or four or whatever to try and solve your problems you just you're exercising and sort of clearing your head that way but i feel like there's been a point a bit of a shift probably like maybe like eight nine weeks in where i was just like training was then becoming a bit of a stress itself like trying to get or try and get up to do this try and do that try and do that so i've just taken it a bit easier now and just sort of really um taking some of the pressure off myself to try and do all the stuff that i was doing before following following like really strict programs and all this sort of stuff when some days you just wake up and watch the news or or hear some other stuff and you just don't really want to quite crack into what you're doing before so yeah lockdown's definitely been weird i've been working probably monday to friday full-time with uh teacup the 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 well-being sort of reflective app that we that we've been developing so that's been taking up a lot of um a lot of time which has been really interesting it's also been really stressful um i'm just not built for a nine to five office job i don't think and that's what i've been doing but obviously not in an office just at home um so that's that's been another 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 sort of change that's been quite um interesting to try and cope with i don't think i cope very well of it to be fair but but like, like that's why i wanted to be a coach and that's why i wanted to be upstanding and and moving around and talking to people because I didn't want to be behind the computer for X amount of day, X amount of hours a day. So, yeah, it's been an odd one. Yeah, it's right. I, I remember when I when I, we moved back to the UK and I'd worked for years in like in hotels or teaching English sort of in the evenings and things like that. And I was like, oh yeah, when we get back to England, I'm just gonna you know do nine to five, just get into like a normal routine. That'll be fine. And I started working in an office. Absolutely hate it. Just it was, yeah. It was just crushing to be there nine to five, just doing the same thing all, all day. So uh, I, I understand what you mean mean by that. Um, so I think yeah, you know, like with Shax, we talked about it a lot. This kind of stress on stress that the whole situation is stressful, and then we're kind of adding. You know, even our training is, even though it's we don't view it as a stress, it is a stress, like it a physical kind of stress on the body. And so sometimes that idea of just doing what you enjoy with your training, as opposed to, you know, fixating on, oh, I've got to, you know, hit, this is my, the programming I'm following and I'm supposed to be doing this today. And I'm not, because if you, obviously you fail that, mm. it's just, you know, that problem. Yeah, on top yeah of I agree. Yeah. Kind of spiraling down. I think as well, like a lot of, yeah. And training, training is a stress and it, it but it doesn't always, it, I think there are different types, there are obviously different types of stress and there, there are some that have a lot of benefits that are going to outweigh it. But one thing I've definitely done is I've just removed a lot of intensity away from my training, a lot of intensity away from my workouts and things like that. And I have been just sort of um, going towards things that feel a little bit easier and feel a little bit more enjoyable because I feel that is what helps me recharge a little bit. That's what helps me sort of get out of my head a little bit and be a bit more mindful, get into your body more and just sort of move and groove. So yeah, it, it definitely is a stress. And if, if I was trying to go out there and sum myself up like a max effort, set of burpees into some of this, that and the other, I just don't think I'd want to do that at the moment. I just think you need to be um, adaptive and you need to be able to sort of work the best out of you. Or even that, you just sometimes, I feel like there's a lot of like quite poisonous language in the fitness industry anyway, like saying sometimes it's a lot like 
that you've got those days where you feel terrible you've got to train those are the day those are the days where champions are made and stuff like that it's like well sometimes you're not trying to be a champion sometimes you're just literally trying to sort of live a life and you're just trying to sort of stay nice and healthy um and that you, you don't need to train those days and you don't need to make be made to feel really guilty you're not training so that's one thing I'm really trying to sort of work on with myself is not give myself such a bloody hard time all the time about not training and thinking, well, if you don't do that, mate, you've really slipped up. And just those little weird voices in your head that you'll have about that. I think that's quite, a, it's quite a big thing, isn't it? It's like, yeah, no off days, bro. It's like, okay, fine. Yeah. What, what, what sort of language does that take? Like, if you want to have an off day, you want to sit back for a bit and chill out, then bloody do it. It's, um, it's, 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 it's weird times. So don't, I'm trying to give myself advice here as well, but uh, don't give yourself so much of a hard time all the time. Yeah. But also, Pick up that cheesecake. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Pick up that cheesecake. That white magnum. Yeah, it's... Um, or non-branded one. It, it's... Yeah. Well, maybe they'll sponsor us. That'll be nice. Then we can afford you a yeah, jacuzzi. That's it. So it, it, it's quite annoying talking to you sometimes, Al, because you're like, I've taken the intensity out of my workouts. If anybody is following you on Instagram and seeing your workout, like, to me, with my very poor level of fitness that looks intense <laughs> like what oh, you're yeah, doing but, i'm like oh man this guy is look yeah, but if something looks intense but actually the, the the rate in which you're performing it is quite slow that's not intensity uh, it's all for the ground just because i got a shaved head on my top off doesn't mean it's bloody intense <laughs> that just means i want to save on the washing right okay so guys head over to al's instagram have a look at some of his workouts let me know do they look intense or or has he fooled me by taking his top off? That seems to be. Yeah, yeah. You're like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, you know, I get what you mean. So, like, I, I'd done quite a few of the Zoom classes uh, before moving house, and then obviously with the move, just it became quite difficult to um, to get on. And, and you do started them. up your own your own Zoom. PT then I started up my own Zoom classes. Yeah. To, uh, like God, these coaches don't know what they're doing. I'm going to show them. Yeah, exactly. Start my own one, my international Zoom classes. Yeah, which I, I did last night. And, and I, I, am, I am loving them, to be fair. I'm really enjoying them. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're outperforming everyone else. So, you know, yeah, great that you're It was there. that little kid. I absolutely destroyed him. He was rubbish. What, my son. <laughs> <laughs> but I did, I've so far done one back at, you know, outside the box uh, with the kind of gang. And even though you like, I'm going to hold back a little bit because we haven't really been training over the last couple of weeks. Yeah, and you get too excited. You want to, yeah. And I mean, that crushed me just finishing it. And I was like, man, I am so out of shape. And even though I've been doing these workouts, clearly I haven't really been doing them. I've just been kind of going through the motion, which, which is fine because as you say, life is stressful and I had a lot going on, but it is, it, it's just really highlights the difference of sort of just training at home or when you're there in the class and training with everyone. And maybe not for you, maybe you can push yourself. I can't push myself why would i <laughs> no yeah I, I i know what you mean and i hear exactly what you're saying but you also have to that's this just comes back to what i was just saying you need to give yourself a break because before what? if you're comparing yourself to before before you didn't have all this stuff going on you didn't you weren't doing all the things you're doing now and then you just go back to this one class you're like oh, i'm so unfit from where i was it's like you might actually not be you might have actually acted all the stuff you've dealt with before that workout your body and your mind's never dealt with and if you hadn't done any of this training before and you went into, say, um, we just literally just plonked you in this now and you didn't have any experience or any build up to like the pandemic and all the stuff that's going on in the world, you would just, you might just be like mentally absolutely crushed because you've built up all these other things in you. It's like a weird, like, it's almost like a weird progressive overload of other stuff that you've, you've, you've taken on so much more stuff in your life 
this one point in your workout now, yeah, you're, you might be struggling compared to what you were before, but you've taken on so much more to that point. Does that make sense? It's like, yeah, it's you're the probably, metrics that you're using to measure with, I suppose. Is yeah, you're just measuring the workout. You're just saying, yeah. oh, I felt really bad in this workout. But you're actually like, oh, I've been, um, I've been, yeah, I've been recording a really successful podcast with over 15 listeners each time oh, <laughs> on a good day be mad. <laughs> no i'm joking i mean like you yeah i feel like that that just comes back to what i'm trying to be with myself not give myself so much of a hard time because yeah you're coming back to a gym you're measuring yourself on a workout you feel like oh back then i would have crushed but back then you weren't juggling yeah. um your own zoom classes looking after people at home and just doing other stuff so it is yeah yeah you may feel less fit but you're probably taking a lot on a lot taken on a lot more than you ever have done before so i think it's it's important to remember that as well because i don't ever remember it so can you remind me (laughs) if only we were recording this conversation and then you could listen back to it that would be great yeah i am definitely not gonna listen back to it well i mean you don't listen to any of the other ones so i wouldn't expect you to break (laughs) (laughs) them i don't listen to any podcast they're rubbish no joking um i'll I'll listen to them all right (laughs) go back listen to them all now I'm going to look, I'm going to check and make sure the download numbers go up by one every episode. Yeah. It'll be easy to track because we'll have two. So, uh, I mean, it's true. I, I agree with what you're saying. The 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 moment for me that, that really like, oh no, what's going on was when I, so I was using, a, I'm using a different kettlebell than, you know, the ones we use in the gym. That Special one, kind of Pad, padded one. <laughs> well, I picked it up, I, I did a couple of workouts with it and it just felt so much heavier than it should. I was like, yeah. this does not feel right. Like I, you know, in the past I'd have done this workout with a heavier kettlebell and felt fine. I've done it with this one and it doesn't feel great. And this is at home. This is before the, the classes to the point that I weighed it. I was like, I've got to check that the weight is accurate on this. Of course it was. <laughs> so I was just like, mm-hmm. wow, this is, uh, yeah. this is embarrassing. I better not tell people. It is hard. And I guess because it's yours, you can probably scratch the weight off. So you can probably get around that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, mate, I think yeah. as well, like I, I did a little um, socially distanced workout with um, Coach Nathaniel the other day, um, a.k.a. Natty, a.k.a. Nath. And uh, yeah, he, it was really hard, basically. <laughs> it was really hard because I think, I think as well, you just got a, a lot of excuse just not to just push that a little bit and rightly so just not to push that little bit every time and I think just because we're training together like you said you just get a little bit more excited you've got a little bit more adrenaline going through your body and you sort of you just lean into those workouts a little bit so I definitely think it it's always going to be hard when you go back to those classes you sort of remember or you sort of forget sorry um just that sort of the feeling of working out with others that does push you just that even if it's just a little a little bit harder or making a little bit more effort on each rep then it's going to sort of all add up yeah, I think yeah. it was, was running within a workout i hadn't done that since lockdown because i you know you're always oh, yeah. working out in like a, a small area in front of the thing so high can, knees just do, do yeah like, those high knees didn't pay off no. <laughs> you can do like double unders or some jumps or something but yeah and, and i had done like a run or two not nearly as many as everybody else but it so was you tricked me we were doing cardio we were doing star jumps for cardio you tricked me and then now i'm running and they haven't transferred over to my running <laughs> yeah 400 meters uh, is not the same as 15 high knees i don't know what's going yeah. on yeah oh you you did mention your, what you're working on at the moment a lot by the sounds of things uh, and i think people have seen a few you know posts up about about teacup but for anyone that doesn't know what that is what's teacup so teacup is 
in short, it's an app. It's a, it's a reflective tool to sort of help you understand and manage your own well-being. So it's, it's one of those things, if you don't, if you don't measure something, you, you have no idea of how it's progressing or regressing or, or whichever way. So what we're trying to do and we are doing is we're giving people a way to sort of reflect on um, a day in their life. So it's usually the day before, every day it's the day before. Um, and you basically just get asked a few questions that should sort of help you sort of anchor in some, some ideas of what, what affects your well-being and how you feel um, on that day. And basically what you can do with that is you can start to measure over time what affects different aspects of your life. So what affects your well-being. And by that, we just mean like just encompassing all things like your, your diet, your relationships, financial stress, um, your mood, things like anxiety, your sleep, how active you are. Yeah, how, how hydrated you are and all these different things that we think are really impactable areas um, that can be sort of challenged and changed within your own well-being. Yeah, we're basically helping people sort of dive into those and, uh, and sort of track those. So over this period now, we basically made it free for people to use. As a, so we would call them just like a, for an individual user, just for, for anybody, you can use it. You can track your own well-being. It's one of those, uh, it's, it's basically, it's a sort of a bit of a commitment, really. You just want to try and start doing it and start tracking and just hopefully lot like anything those little efforts will be compounded over time and you'll start to sort of have a bit more awareness of your well-being maybe get a few tips and stuff along the way but you can sort of track how those go in different ways we also um a bit more of a plug we um we basically help businesses um track and um and sort of help their their employees well-being by using this tool with businesses so a business would be able to for their for their um, employees that use it especially now when people are working from home and stuff they can sort of look after their employees a bit more see areas that they might need to give them help with within their well-being um so yeah the business side of it is actually really exciting as well as that individual's uh, sort of uh, user side so so yeah we've been just working on that and it's as it's a startup we've, we've been sort of working for about a year working with some really um exciting clients we've got a lot of exciting clients in the pipeline as well so yeah it's been really fun writing some I, I, my, my role mainly is sort of uh, directing and writing the content um so like basically like the coaching advice that's going out off the back of some of these questions and things like that and, and the questions themselves so just sort of helping bring a nice sort of informal um sort of coaching style towards um the app but yeah it's, it's it's a really fun project and i think um it's definitely for the time that I've been using it, it's been, which is like a year now or, or thinking about it because we do the research for it and everything and, and work, we've been working with really cool people, really cool teams on it. Just being more aware of things that do impact my well-being. I've, I have been through loads of stressful stuff with lockdown and it's all super relative, right? Like I've got loads of space. I've got a nice garden um, that I'm working out in and doing all that stuff, but there's still, you still have stress. You still, it's all, all completely up to you. So I think, what this does is it gives you your own sort of subjective measuring stick of, of how your well-being feels. And you can sort of see that over time. And I think just highlighting those things is so important and, and, and spending some time to sort of pause and reflect on your day yesterday and learn from it. Like are you winning or learning from, from the day before? I think it's a really, um, really important thing for people to do. So yeah, that's what we've been working on. Um, yeah, people can definitely go and check it out and it's in the app store. Now we've got it on iOS. We're going to get, um, it developed for Android as well soon, and it's got like a web-based version as well. But the iOS app for, for Apple is really smart. It's really looking really smart at the moment. But yeah, it's really good. Well, we will link all of that. So the, the two or three people that listen to this will be able to uh, to jump on board and, and find the links there. I, I was yeah. just, it was making me think, um, as you were sort of explaining it, that uh, when, we're, when I was speaking with Shax, one of the things he kind of hates, yeah, I'm going to use the word hate, one of the sort of things he hates was how 
reliant everyone has become on technology to tell them how they feel. So like they get a really bad night's sleep, but their watch tells them that they had a good night's sleep. So it's like, yeah. oh no, I must have had a good night's sleep because that's what my watch says. And that kind yeah. of concept of listening to your body, nobody's listening to their body because they'd rather just be told by a device how they feel. And it seems, you know, and it's easy enough for someone to be like, no, do you know what? I should, I should listen to my body. But where do you start? Like, you know, what should I be listening to? What do I need? You know, what, what are maybe, as you said, the metrics. So I think from what I've understood from what you're saying about the, the app is that's kind of posing the questions that when you start answering those questions, it's helping you develop that, that, that way of realizing, oh, hold on, I did this yesterday. And yeah. it meant I felt better or it meant I felt worse. All right, that's quite interesting. As opposed to tomorrow, you know, the next day, just seeing on an app that something's gone up or down but I don't yeah. understand, you know, what I did the day before that has had any influence on that. Cause it might be, you know, that bottle of wine I drank in, in the evening, I forgot about that the next day. So when I'm like, Oh, oh but my, you know, my recovery is so low or I'm feeling so bad. I don't know why. Whereas if I'm, you know, answering questions or really reflecting on my day, I'm more likely to come across the sort of the causes both positive. Yeah. And, and I, I think that's it. And I think it's, it's, it's raising that awareness really, isn't it? So I feel like, so an example for me would be, um, to, yeah, awareness, I think is really good. And you, you learn a lot from just being a bit more aware on things and just doing things yourself. Okay. So I would give this example as like driving, like if, when you drive and if you just blindly follow a sat nav forever, you're always just going to blindly follow a sat nav forever. I do that on the most ridiculously small journeys. I don't really look for signposts or do anything. I just follow a sat nav, but that's like what people do with technology or looking at their watches and or like um, there's a lot of brands of things that do give you like really crystal clear, like identifications of where you are at. Uh, how was your sleep? How well recharged you? Whatever. But if you're always going to follow that, you're always going to be quite blind or re really reliant on that. And I think they are great tools for that percentage. Um, and they can create some really good habits, but at the same time, so can just thinking about these things and so can just sort of allowing your own sort of measurements to come through. And that's where this sort of reflective, um, and subjective uh data will come through so like you will think about your sleep and then you can make your own choices then about how you're going to do that because if i was just telling you your sleep was crap and you're like i know my sleep's crap i've got a young kid and i've got other stuff that's going on and it's bloody hot and then it's yeah you're actually saying you're not recharged today. So i know i'm not recharged today but i am I, I i can think of my own solutions to try and make that better i think that's a bit more powerful than just telling someone all the time they're down when then they might not be down that might be at that moment for the next x amount of months that might be the best they're gonna feel so they need to just try and do something and i, I know there's completely there's there's arguments for both ways you you probably need both sort of sides of data as well but yeah trying to find your own awareness and your own sort of um ownership over issues that impact your life is i think it's super important so yeah and i just think yeah then if you want to then start looking into well my sleep is consistent i always feel like my sleep's terrible then you can start to do something about your sleep Whereas if you feel like it's not probably your, your main factor, whereas there are other things in your life you want to try and sort of deal with, um, like, uh, like say, if you did have your, your fitness strap on, fitness strap on, that's not what we got. <laughs> that's something different. That's, if you do have your fitness band on um, and it, doesn't, it, doesn't, it might not play into a fact the stress or anxiety you feel. It might, not, it might not play into the fact that you're worried about not being paid. It might not play into the fact that you're, relationships or your connections with other people are diminished and, and and not really where they should be and um what our app tries to help you do we think of it as being technology for good we want it to try and be 
something that helps people think about why those things are there, not try and give them more excuses to um, go down rabbit holes they don't need to go down. Just have a little think about what 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 is impacting your day, and then how can you make any um, give you the give you the power to make the own, your own choices on that. So, yeah, yeah I, I, as someone who you know is limited in like sleep and things like that because you know having a a baby in the house is that kind of impossible challenge of saying well you need to sleep more yeah i know i need to sleep more my wife needs yeah. to sleep even more than me but yeah. guess what it, we, you know we can't control that so i think that yeah having that that app that just constantly tells you you need to sleep more you need to sleep more it, it becomes redundant because well, i know i need to sleep more i can't so i'll come back in a year when maybe i can get some sleep uh, as opposed to all right yes i need to improve my sleep at the moment can't do that so what are other factors that I can improve? So, okay, I can't improve the, so like for me, it was kind of, I couldn't improve the quant, the quantity of my sleep. What can I do to improve the quality of my sleep? So what can I, yeah. can I do in the day that it means in the evening when I do eventually get some sleep, it will be better quality. Um, all those good habits flew out the window, but, uh, <laughs> but there was a time how that I was on track. Yeah. Well, I mean, that, that's super interesting. I, I will link it in there and, and uh, everybody go check it out. I think, uh, I think we'll all become more reflective people. Um, I don't know if that's, that's a good thing at the moment, but we can all become more reflective people. Um, Al, do you have time that we can give a, a quick shout out to a fantastic member of CrossFit Bath and The Bridge, actually? Uh, this, is a, this is a sneaky one, this. Uh, so... We're going to, to give a, a shout out to Jordan Mockett. So uh, I think you know Mockett quite well. Yeah, I've heard of him. I've heard of this guy. You've heard of him? Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, I, I know Mockett. Yeah. Well, a lovely uh, bike at the moment, isn't he? Have you seen that? Yeah, and he's sort of he's uh, he's kind of put it together himself. He's done it on a budget. He's, he's showing off. He's showing off there, isn't he? Yeah. Making yeah. other people feel bad for bikes they didn't buy on budgets. No. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, he's he. I think because he's like cut his thumb almost off basically or something. And so he couldn't do any, he can't use a barbell at the moment. Okay. Yeah. So, um, which, which as we'll see for market is a big problem, not being able to use a barbell. So he's, he's shifted over to the, to the cycling at the moment. Uh, yeah, good sport though. Really good sport. I, I've seen you're a, a, you know, a, I mean, you picked run when we did bike row or run, but I, I've seen you on a bike a lot over the lockout, over the lockout, yeah. lockdown. Can cycle, yeah. rarely fall off, so it's all a win, really. There you go. Can you teach my son? Because he's <laughs> keeps asking. He keeps falling off. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. We'll have a go. So uh, he's all right with like a hundred k cycle. Is he? he he'll be, be fine. fine. He'll be fine. He's got yeah. loads so, of energy. <laughs> yeah, throw him at the deep end, sort of thing. So obviously he he he's um not my son, but Mark. He uh he doesn't pick Bath or Trowbridge. He 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 flitters between the two. He's at both. Yeah. He lives in Bath, works in Trowbridge, so. Uh, depends where where he is where he trains what time does he usually train he said the 5 p.m elite i'm <laughs> hmm, hmm i don't know about that uh, 5 p.m fine i'll accept that elite uh, maybe maybe but yeah but the, you don't know do you know who the elite lot are over at the bridge well actually i yeah you know what i'll take 5 p.m elite at the bridge because the only times i train at the bridge have always been at five well, so, uh, so there we are. I'm in there. I'm with them. Yeah. I'll so elite. Push myself in there. <laughs> Favorite movement in CrossFit, and he has put build to a heavy anything. That is a great shout. To be fair, 
what a shout that is. Yeah, that's we the most have... fun thing. Avec loud music, build to a heavy anything. Well, Perfect. Tokyo five pm elite. What the time I I was at Trowbridge at five, we were doing our like one rep max back squat, and uh, everyone was building to as heavy as they could possibly go. And Mocket said he was going light today, and he just smashed everyone. It was. Oh, we're learning something about him here today, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. But he likes to show off. <laughs> Maybe I'm. I'm not saying anything. His most hated movements in CrossFit: thrusters. Yeah, that's a, it's a given. Wall balls. So he's on my team for that one. Air bike, rowing, running. So he likes snatch and clean and jerk. We know that about him. Yeah. So heavy anything. Give him a. Well, hold on. Build to a heavy anything. One rep max thruster. Yeah, I, I do actually really like a one rep max thruster. There we go. Let's see how he feels about that. Uh, how did he find CrossFit? He said, at university, I had to do a presentation on sports medicine. And in my research, I came across an episode of the Barbell Shrug podcast. Started listening to them often. I really liked the principles of functional fitness and decided when I was too old to weightlift competitively anymore, it's something I would do. So uh, Humble. You know, he's part of your squad of, you know, elite, but uh, just kind of, yeah, no, intensity's down. Just smashing it out. Uh, unbelievable. Great guy. Okay, so I do. Sorry, no, I do love Mocket. He's bloody great. But yeah, I never see him at Bath. I never see him there. Well, we will be doing um, unless things change uh, tomorrow outside the box. I've seen he's in the same same little group I'm joining. So, so that'll be fun. Do you reckon build to a heavy is going to be on the outside the box? Yeah, it's going to be build to a heavy run. <laughs> yeah, build to a heavy heavy breathing effort, four hundred meter run. Oof. Yeah, I, I really hope it is something like that if he's there, just to just to level out that playing field considerably. But no, he's on the bike now. He's probably his cardio's probably shot up. He's amazing at that as well. Oh, it's just, this guy, annoying. Give him your heavy kettlebell and slow him down. But he has to run with. Right. Yeah. Uh, I asked him to share a fun fact. Notoriously, I do not fact check any of these, but he has said the longest time between two twins being born is 87 days wow that is fun well probably wasn't for her no it probably wasn't you're right so there, there we go fun fact what That's a guy good. is he your is he he your most um avid listener no oh, oh, oh i don't know maybe sorry jordan <laughs> yeah crumbs here we go um may, maybe he is but maybe he does it quietly that's the. That's I mean, I know he listens because he's often said things that he must have heard on the podcast. Uh, but uh, the other week we had probably the number one fan on the podcast. <laughs> he was, um, yeah, Sam. Oh man, this guy loves it. He's not not from Bath or the Bridge, so that's how big a fan he is. Where is he from? Uh, at the moment, he's. I'm trying to think where he's training at the moment because he, he's. I think he's just switching gyms, but. Um, He's, he's going to be angry. To Sam. He's going to be angry that I can't remember. It was at Bear Walden CrossFit, I think, was the place he was training before. Um, he's a he judges a lot at like Sid. Uh, nice. Big beard, big guy calls himself Papa Bear. <laughs> he's the dancing. Else, does anyone else call him Papa Bear? Or is it just that's, him? It, that's the nickname apparently there. He's um or the dancing judge because he did a bit of dancing when he's 
when he's judging. So, oh, that's nice. Yeah, that wouldn't distract you, would it? <laughs> no, no, that would um, spur me on. To be fair, that sounds good. Well, thank you so much, Al. It's been a pleasure finally getting you on the podcast. Uh, can't wait to see the download numbers skyrocket finally. Oh, mate, thanks. It's, a- it's actually been a blast, and thanks for sending all those bits through to me for on the rider as well. That's been. They've yeah. been really useful. All oh, those cool. bits and bobs that you sent through. It's really good. Yeah. If the check I'm sure you don't do that to any other guest. <laughs> of course <Yeah>. not. <laughs> why, why would I? All right. Well, thank you, Al. Thank you, everyone who, who stuck around and, and listened right to the end. Always appreciate that. Uh, the, the shout-out forms are, are well, were finished. We managed to get a few more in, but they're almost finished again. Uh, and I did discover that the link, if you go through the link in the Facebook groups, it doesn't work. It never does for some reason but the one in the bio uh, of my Instagram works or the one in the description of the podcast works. So uh, if you're finding that you can't get through, just go and click on one of those links. I don't know what the problem is. It's the same link. I don't know why it doesn't work. If only I knew somebody worked in a tech startup that could help me out. But where am I going to find someone like that? No idea. Not me, mate. Definitely not me. I've got one question for you, Jason, oh, no. before, we, before we wrap things up. Yeah. What's your, what's your favorite figurine out of the lineup behind you and i want you to pick it up and quickly describe it for the listeners if they're not viewing okay i'll go for it yeah yeah got you. your favorite one right. not that one. <laughs> oh, I, I mean obviously i should say it's the uh the bath members member trophy oh wow look at that got a little is that is that made of wood i should know no 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 it looks wooden it's gold <laughs> <laughs> yeah um i i, I kind of really like my uh Krillin from from Dragon Ball Z because he's very short and not quite as as fit and competitive as the other members of the squad but he tries really hard I, I can't help but feel there's some um some crossover there somewhere yeah and he's got good pajamas on as well he's got great pajamas he looks super comfy I wish I could wear that to work out but not today it's too hot uh, but obviously we've gone for a very different lockdown hair the two of us yeah the 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 only difference yeah i'm jealous i'm jealous of your 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 flowing locks to be fair you are two days before lockdown i said oh i think i need to get my hair cut and then lockdown hit so i went into this in a bad position and um rochelle cut my hair once about 10 years ago and in order for the marriage to to stay strong we can never do that again (laughs) so that is uh I can imagine you going for a really good like bowl cut. So you put the bowl on and just cut around that right now. You may as well do that. Before you get it professionally cut, you may as well get have a couple of days just with the... Do that, a couple of pictures of Instagram, and then yeah, and go clean it up. All right. Well, thanks for the, the question there, Al. I appreciate that. It's nice to get no some feedback from uh, from the guests. Well, no, you've obviously like put them there. They're all clean. They've been dusted. So it's good to it's good to bring them into highlight. Cause I mean, they're, I mean, they're on display and they're great. So. I've, I've moved house. I finally have an office for the first time in years so why not Placed it, yeah you've got why a not? bit of room to play with your toys so it's a nice. shelf tall enough that my daughter can't just grab them and start eating them yeah. as it's has. not to play you can't play with that it's yeah. an ornament she has found uh funko pops are delicious apparently so she 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 really likes that all right wow i'll be amazed if if anyone stuck around for this bit but yeah I'm you, not you, should, cut you it. should have like a hidden easter egg prize if you made it this far then uh yeah yeah Free let jason know and he's gonna send he's gonna send you a prize yeah you can have um al's old hot tub to replace the the new one that he's getting so uh there you go lovely all right then 
and I'm going to stop recording now so you can <laughs> say what you want.